Welcome, everybody, to the Idle Chatter Podcast, a Random Thoughts Podcast. I am joined today by Andrew and Val. Got some organizers of Dixon Pride coming up. How are you guys doing today? Good. So uh, I know Val wasn't super stoked. She doesn't, I mean, (laughs) maybe she'll get her out of her shell a little bit. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff coming up here. Um, Of course, Dixon Pride, and we want to dig into everything that's going on because obviously this is definitely a first for Dixon. I lived in the area since 98, so I know I've never seen anything. I mean, the biggest thing you see in Dixon is like the Petunia Fest or uh, what was the one thing that they did do? Um, Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons. That's what it was. Because yep. I remember that was, I, I stayed away from Dixon during that because I oh. seen like pictures and videos and I'm like, Jesus. That yeah. I didn't nuts. live here at the time, but I was in the Quad Cities and I worked with a girl, Judy, and her parents live in Rock Falls and she's like, we have got to go to Mumford and Sons. It's in Dixon. Like tickets are insanely cheap. Awesome party. But I didn't make it. Yeah. So well, they only did what, like three or four shows in the U.S. or something like that. It was all like small towns. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a Chicago or a Milwaukee or L.A. or anything like that. It would they were they're like we want small small towns and that's what they went for. Because I know even well the tickets, well because the tickets sold out pretty quick I think and they were people scalping the tickets and oh, I'm going sure. for astronomical. I mean I heard that like in Dixon like you couldn't even go anywhere to buy alcohol because every like gas stations were sold out and uh, well. Um, I, I, all I do know is, um, I think Josh, he was with Main Street. And he actually applied, had to write an essay in order to get accepted for Mumford & Sons. He submitted Dixon How History. Cool. Yeah, so he, Josh really did a lot of le- legwork to get that. Yeah, well, I don't, I mean, Dixon do- definitely does have a lot of history behind it for being a small town, you know. I mean, you go way back, you get the, where the, what was that, early 1900s when that bridge collapsed there over by the high school. Mm-hmm. I know that was big. That wasn't, I think that was like one of the deadliest Bloody collapses. Gulch. Yeah. Bloody Gulch. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I hmm. mean. Well, they, and they did like our high school. They said it looked like a castle. Yeah. And the it chicken, does look like a castle. And the chicken though. car. Of course. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Whatever happened, I haven't seen that in forever. Did he sell oh. it or? I do remember the BUI chicken car though. It was like a Mustang, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, and I don't know if he has it at school or if he actually moved away. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm-hmm. And of course, more recent, you got that church that's uh, shaped like a certain oh, yeah. male appendage. <laughs> that that ended up on Tosh. That ended up on tons of different like Every national media. Every I'm like, yeah. like was the, was the guy to, you know designing this like oh this is going to be funny like didn't you like people didn't even think about the fact what it looks like from like an aerial view kind of thing <laughs> I don't know I do not know no comment no comment but anyway so I want to dix uh, I want to dig into the Dixon pride and uh, I guess we'll start with where did the idea of this come from? Were you one of the original ones or were there's a, was there a few people that kind of started talking about it? Well, I, I think it was just bar chat. Val and I having a conversation, um, her expressing a need in Dixon for something yeah. like this. And I kind of leaned over jokingly and said, well, I know a guy that knows a guy kind of that could help you pull this off. So I'm that guy. <clears throat> and that's where it started really. And what about when was that? How long ago was that that you guys started just initially like, oh, um, this would be something we could do? You know, I think it was like 2019, 2020. Oh, wow. Over the summers talking this is about it. a while it. ago. Oh, yeah. yeah, we had talked about it for like a couple of years. Like, okay, 
if this was going to happen, what would we do? You know, and talking and back and forth and envisioning and um, maybe just a conversation of pride or a pride fest at the bar or out in public. And we'd be like, we'd so you thought at, about just something a little we, bit we, smaller at first. You weren't thinking something kind of more on this scale. Um, yeah. You know, you never know until you get your feet wet. Right. Then you're like, you know, but uh, yeah, it's in the works. So um, last year we really got serious, submitted application with the city. And then uh, COVID was in the situation. So I think it was probably the best thing that it's actually in 2022. Right. Um, with a lot of that behind us. So yeah, we can, because everything's kind of, you know, going down a lot, even since last year or whatever, with everything else. Going. Yep. Um, hey, you want to just turn the volume down just a little bit on your feed? That one's coming. It, it's getting a little bit of feedback in the mic. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so obviously, you know, last year wouldn't have happened. I mean, summertime wasn't too bad, but I think it was still, COVID was still enough of a thing where you really couldn't get away with doing something you know, quite on this scale. And then of course, obviously once we ramped in the fall, it just got even worse. And now, you know, I think it's, we're in a better position now that I think that we can kind of do more events like this and festivals and things like that. And it's, it's awesome that you guys are bringing that to the city. So when you uh, start submitting your applications, did it, did it seem like it was, there was a lot more to putting this together in a town like this than you were expecting? Or was it kind of just like, well, this is pretty much normally how put an event like this goes. Um, I think a little bit of both. I mean, you know, I'm new to Dixon. Um, only been here four or five years. Um, worked with many city councils for festivals, whatnot. But I was blind to Dixon. I never submitted an application for anything like, anything like this. So, right. you know, every city, municipality, whatever you call it, has their own ordinances council that reviews whatnot so i got my feet wet um but yeah the process actually went pretty good so i'm excited um the city of dixon's really working with us um i know it's it's a new festival i get it um but yeah everything we've wanted we are or have asked for you know as far as location and working with them on some miscellaneous things um it's going good. And I'm assuming that they're probably going to block off that whole uh, the whole block. You said it was... The entire downtown. 25 blocks. No, oh, wow. No, no. The entire downtown. Yeah. Everybody get that. <laughs> and the bridges, right? <clears throat> all the, you need all to, the bridges. You need to get to Walmart. You're going to have yeah. to go through Rock Falls. And go that is Dixon correct. Avenue. That is correct. We're, we've got Galena closed down from shore to shore. No, we are one block. We are the 300th block of West First Street, downtown Dixon. Right. Okay. So if you walk out of Val's and look left and right. That's, that's the entire that street. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Highland, yeah. Highland to Peoria. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Over there uh, down by the, the, cause you're right across the street from that, that main parking lot there um, downtown, right across Peoria. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, especially over the last couple of weeks, I've been hearing a lot more people talking about it coming up. Like I, I hear people talking about, um, you know, like they're like, I'm super excited for this. Something like I don't have to go to Chicago or anything like that to go to an event like this. And it's like, I, I, I took the day off from work. I am super stoked about this. Like people are definitely ready for something like this. And of course you're going to get other people from surrounding smaller areas. Some people that'd be like, I want to go to something like this, but I don't want to deal with millions of people going to Chicago or Milwaukee or some people that are just like kind of want to, you know, dip my toe in and kind of see what something like this is kind of about. You know, it's obviously on a small scale, but that doesn't mean it's going to be small anything. You know, there's I mean, we're going to dig into a little bit of 
everything that you guys got coming up for the for the event there. So I guess uh, maybe you start with uh, the time frames. What is the time frame for gates opening now? So gates open June 18th, Saturday. Okay. 4 p.m. Okay. And our entertainment runs until 11 p.m. at night. Okay. And uh, I guess maybe uh, what what is the, I guess this is kind of important admission. I did see it. I can't quite remember. I know adults and children were slightly yeah. different. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah. $5 for adults, 12 and up. And then eleven and under three dollars. Okay, yeah, and I, I, just, I mean, I got, I got two year olds, so I don't know. I, it's Father's Day weekend too, so I, you know, if I can try and get out there and bring her down, I'm sure she'll. I mean, any type of music and all that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, she, I think she'll, I think she'll have a blast with that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think it's gonna. You guys are gonna have a great turnout. I can't imagine what parking's gonna be like um down there i don't know have they talked about that maybe using like the high school and people walking across or is this going to be kind of a like a petunia fest where it's free for all and you have to walk 12 blocks just to find a parking spot down there well i think that there's a lot of parking that you'll be able to find um from where the um the park is you know across yep from yep. the kitty corner like, from the post office yeah, right yeah, over yeah. there yep you've got you've got kind of there that area parking um there's a lot of public lots downtown i noticed with right you know well, the city application even, even dixon like on a saturday night especially for dinner and stuff like that can get it can get pretty busy downtown then you add yeah. something like this that's going to be that's going to be a lot of people. And I'm sure there's people coming in from out of town that are probably going to stay at like some of the motels up there uh, off 88 too, you know, because some people are going to be like, I'm not going to be, you know, driving home an hour or two hours yeah. or wherever they're coming from. And especially some of the, you know, entertainment that you have, I'm sure most of these people are not even from this area directly. I think uh, I seen, uh, you got invisible cartoons. I think they're more, they're more, more local. I know I saw them play over at uh, patios. I might have been yep. last summer now when they played last because I guess everything's just kicking off with it finally getting nicer out. Oh, even, absolutely. Even though it's like early spring weather right. again today and then it's going to be like... <clears> yeah, they played at Vales uh, just last month. Okay, maybe that's what, that's another place yep. that I've yep. seen them post up there because I follow their... Yeah, they're a fun band. on Facebook. They're yeah, pretty cool. I think um, with parking, we're going to pack the house. Downtown oh, Dixon is every parking lot's going to be full. 100%. I I'm no calling it what that. it is. And yeah, definitely. I mean, you guys are opening the gates at four o'clock. I mean, there's going to be people parked there early. There's probably going to be people pre-gaming at the bars when they open. Some of them might open at, I guess, noon. Some of them maybe even earlier. I think um, a lot of us between 10 and 11, I think, are open. And especially for something like this, I could see oh, maybe sure. some of them might, because I think what alcohol sales are after six or seven or something like that in Dixon, I think. A so they could probably yeah. open anytime after that. Well, I, I hope that we don't have people that want to pregame before this festival. It is a it is a family oriented festival. Right. Um, you know, we're not asking everyone to go out and pregame. No. From six to, you know, three o'clock obviously. But um we want it to be family friendly. You know, yeah. this is new for a lot of people in this area. They have questions, they don't know. Everything they see is on the internet or T V or yeah. a reality show. So we want that family friendly, um, and we'll get that. I Yo, know we will. One hundred percent. I think the community that's going to come out to support you guys are going to be one hundred percent like that. I mean, of course, with anything, you're going to have the oddball that comes out and just probably drank too much. But I think overall, I think you're going to have Absolutely. a really good turnout, and I think a lot of people are going to have a good time, and they're going to want this. I mean, maybe become a yearly thing and be able to do bigger and better things and. Who knows what the future brings, depending, you know, see how this goes. And 
And maybe expand. Maybe you will get all of downtown. You never know. No, we don't need all of downtown. That was only a joke. <laughs> Let me explain how that works. Okay, that's a lot of room. Yeah. Um, but no, we are. We're ready. Um, we had our really pretty much our last formal meeting last night. We uh, have been doing meetings every other Monday uh, for the last six months. Yep. Getting everything together. Uh, got a great group of fifteen individuals on our committee, and. Uh, we have a great team. We have a great team. I'm just blown away. So, and I'm sure everybody's like ready to go. Oh, they're, they're ready. Super. They excited. are ready. I mean, because now this is like final countdown here. I mean, you guys. I are, know. Remember last <laughs> night? We're like a month away, three weeks away. You know, we are like T minus thirty days, and all looking at each other like we are almost there. This is incredible. Yep. Yep. So we're excited. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, dig into a little bit. Give me the rundown for the schedule of the upcoming entertainment. Cause I'm sure there's going to be some people that they want to see, you know, oh, what, what's all, what's all going on. I mean, obviously we mentioned visible cartoons, but I know there's going to be other things that are going to be going on throughout the, uh, throughout the afternoon and into the evening. Cause obviously you don't got a band just playing for six, seven hours. So, gotcha. um, um, so gates open at four. Uh, when does the, it starts what, what, right at four o'clock. So from four till six o'clock, we have an early drag show. In that drag show, it's going to be hosted by Barbara Bush Light. She is a native of Oregon, Illinois. Wow, okay. So, yeah, somebody I've worked with in the Quad Cities as well as out in this area for some different shows and other events that I'm involved with. Um, Bentley Balenciaga. Um, we've got a couple others that are going to be in that show. A little 10-year-old sparkling Carrington. Um, this little 10-year-old can do backflips and heels like nobody's business. But... You got to go there get to out see of bed it. in the morning, you know, not, not, not Fort in shields. I'm talking like, you know, she, she's 10, right. so, yeah. you know, but still very amazing. Yeah. I, I'm just blown away. And then, um, from Naperville, Chicago land area, Carrie trade is also going to be in that show. Um, that show will start at four o'clock. Our DJ will get that show going right away. Uh, it's going to be a high energy, fun environment right from the gate. Um, you can expect to see, you know, when you walk in tons of food vendors, merchant vendors, stage, everything's going. Uh, the party has started. Yeah. Um, from six to nine is going to be Invisible Cartoons. I'm very excited about them. Um, this one here, Val introduced me to them last year or the year before. Um, I actually, with another event, we booked them in the Quad Cities at Quad Cities Pride Fest uh, the first weekend in June. So we're excited to work with them at that. So thank you for that referral. Um, but Invisible Cartoons from six to nine. Um, from nine to nine fifteen, about 15 minutes getting ready for the band to drop set for the last show. Um, we have QC Flow. <clears throat> They're an LED group. They do the spinning and whatnot. Similar to that is like a pyro, you know, that okay. you can see at other yep. places. Yep. Uh, so year one with us and our budget, we uh, we wanted to do LED. That's something that uh, we thought would be really cool. It's like 15 minutes that starts to get a little dark and the crowd gets really packed in for that last show. Yep. And then at 9.15, we'll start our last drag show. Um, that is going to be hosted again by Barbara Bush Light. It'll also have the Fab Five from the Quad Cities. Um, that's a side hustle group that I love. Um, it's basically me and uh, five performers that have worked together for years. And I, I think they are the best of the best. And that's why I love them so much. And so Melange, Miss Jade, Ginger, Lucas, Barbara, they'll be here from the Fat Five, um, along with the good friend Bentley. And then, of course, Nasha Lopez from RuPaul's Drag Race. So. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've watched quite a bit of that show. I've never actually been to... An actual show live. I mean, everybody I've talked to that's gone to them say it's 
it's super entertaining. I mean, something you definitely want to experience in life. And I guess you guys, everybody's got two opportunities to go and see. So some people that might, oh, I'm not going to get off work till five o'clock. At least you got another opportunity there. Nine fifteen. Oh, absolutely. That kicks off that second show. And uh, she is amazing. If you've never seen a RuPaul drag queen, you should go do it before you die. That's all I got to say. Well, I guess we all have an opportunity here coming up in uh, about three, four weeks anyways to cross that off the bucket list, I guess, right? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so uh, if you guys haven't noticed, uh, we do have a list of the sponsors kind of on a rotation there on the corner. Of course, we want to wanna send a huge thank you out to them because, of course, this definitely makes a lot of this possible because, um, you know, putting this stuff together isn't free for everything. Um, of course, I'm sure you got, you know, plenty of volunteers and things like that that help get stuff together, get the planning going. Um, and then, you know, I know you guys have, you'll have, you know, help during the event with volunteers, people that'll come out, help with pretty much anything you can imagine. And I'm sure there's going to be a cleanup at the end of the night on top of that. There always is with anything like this. And, uh, but yeah, so I guess we'll dig a little bit what we were talking about before. There's another one on June 11th. Uh, it's not. Yeah, absolutely. with you guys, the other uh, drag show that's coming up here. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about what's coming up there June 11th there in Dixon as well. Yeah, a drag queen uh, by the name of Sharon Shara Like has done um, a couple of shows with some organizations in the community. Sterling Rock Falls, I believe they had one there a couple months ago. They reached out to us. They're doing a show June 11th at the Dixon VFW. Uh, tickets are 25. Doors open at... I assume eight o'clock. The show starts at nine. They're going to give a dollar from every ticket sold to Dixon pride as a donation for pride month. So we appreciate it. Thank you. And that's that's awesome. And that's why we wanted to give, give them a shout out as well. So it gives you guys plenty of opportunities to be able to go see a lot of this uh, stuff that the community has to offer here. So yeah, we dug into a lot of this uh, information that's coming up here. And of course, like you said, you're definitely pushing for a family friendly environment. And I think that's definitely what you're going to get. So it's not just for the adults. It's not just for 21 plus. It's going to be for every everybody, you know. And this gives the community a great opportunity to come out, support, you know, people that are living in your community. Whether, you know, they're typical 9 to 5 workers and they're straight, gay, anything. I mean, I think we should all be accepting, you know, and understand that this is how people are. And you know what? That's great. You want to be you, be you no matter what. And I'm glad that the city is, you know, we're finally seeing something in these small towns because this is definitely not something that you see in small communities like this because there's just, I don't know, not enough desire for it. But I feel like Dixon is definitely very diverse when it comes to just about everything and even just you know playing at bars and stuff like that you can you can see how diverse you know crowds and stuff are and you don't see people like hating on somebody just because of one thing or another it's like i don't care and i'll be honest like i know a lot of people like i mean you guys know like jeremy and you know he comes out of the bar quite a bit i've known him for years and you know some of the, the greatest people i've ever met and you know what they'll dance to anything i can play all that crazy music i don't have to play the you know the cupid shuffle a hundred times in a row and i'm like these you guys give me some of the best music i have ever listened to i'm like i never even would have gave these people a shot like as far as music and now i listen i'm like this is in my set list now yeah 100 this is the greatest music ever but uh yeah so definitely wanted to dig into that i'm glad that we were able to uh sit down and kind of go over the just of everything going on now, uh, one thing I did 
kind of wonder about, you did say that the gates open at four, but the show's starting at four. So, it, I mean, can people come in before that four o'clock mark or are you guys going to have that available? I think we have to wait. The doors have to be open at four. Okay. Um, is it like, are you, is there, I guess I didn't look, is there advanced ticket purchases or everything's going to be at the door? That's probably one thing that's oh, super important. I, I just love Val because I just look at her and I'm like, oh, how's she going to answer this? What are we going to do? If it was me, I'd say, nah, we'll let you in early. Don't worry about it. Come on down. Uh, no, gates open at four. We have to open them at four o'clock. Uh, but do we expect the line around the block ready for that gate to open? Absolutely. And we've got two gates. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, definitely truly. get in early yeah. if uh, you're one. Yep. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Be one of the first ones. So that DJ might have to spin a music note for about five, 10 minutes. So the house can get packed before that first show. We're cool. You know, but I mean, you guys but, will be able to knock through that <clears throat> stuff pretty, yeah. pretty fast. I mean, you guys got lots of volunteers it's, and everything ready to go I mean, for not it. The so. first, not the first rodeo, but um, we haven't done advanced ticket sales this year. Uh, that's on our bucket list for 2023 though. And it's, I mean, that's definitely a great idea too. Yep. Cause then it, you know, you could have maybe one line for people that have advanced tickets so they can be, Oh, here, okay. You're ready to go. Yep, kind of thing. Absolutely. So you don't have to sit at the door and yep. And, and we were, so. yeah. And we were able to partner with sock Valley bank. We have tablets at the door. So mm -hmm. cash credit, we'll take both. We're oh, cool. there you go. And yeah. you know, I mean, you're not going to beat this. I mean, you got a basically, uh, all afternoon and evening show. You got a family of four I and mean, you're talking 16 bucks. I mean, if the kids are under, easy. I mean, if you're under 12, man, I mean, you can barely get two gallons of gas for that right now. I mean, and you don't have to drive anywhere. You're, you you just walk up the street and you're ready to go to a, you know, a great show and have a new experience and be great for the kids and be I, like, you know what? You're not going to see, you know, you can't just see this kind of stuff on a regular basis. No, it's not no. like, you know, a local band that plays somewhere local every couple of weeks kind of thing. It's like you get tons of opportunities. Like this is your opportunity to come and see exactly. something like that. And now, you know, you have a great time. Well, now you got to wait another year. You got to wait till well, next summer to get this yes. full experience again. And there's a catch for both people. So I'm somebody that's seen many drag shows. Got it. When I come to this event, I get to see a RuPaul queen or someone else that's never been to a drag show and they get to go to their first drag show and to boot, there's also going to be a RuPaul queen there. I mean, their element they work in is completely exceptional. I mean, um, they're perfect. They have no flaws. It's almost like it's just incredible watching oh, one of them. I mean, I mean I've seen them and I'm like, <clears throat> it's unbelievable what they're able to do. I mean, especially with like hair and makeup and stuff like that. I'm like, yes, I know. I know some like, you know, makeup artists that are just like baffled that well, some of these some of these guys <clears throat> can do that. It's like, I can't even do that. And I've been doing this for like 15, 20 years. It's exactly. Like, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you got a drag queen that wears makeup. 18 hours out of the week doing weekend shows. And right. you got a normal, I'm just saying suburban housewife mom that wears makeup, you know, 15 hours every single day and can't look like that. Right. It, it is what it is. You right. just got to own it. You might as well just go watch it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how I look at it. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, pictures and videos don't do this kind of stuff justice. If you, I'm sure you have to oh, eat something you have to see absolutely. in person to be able to actually appreciate it. Yeah. If you go to Nasha Lopez, N-A-Y-S-H-A Lopez, L-O-P-E-Z. If you go to her Facebook page, she actually lives in Los Angeles right now. She used to live in Chicago and we booked her in the Quad Cities for some stuff, you know, for festivals. Yep. And so she's in LA and Jennifer Lopez opens the iHeart Music Awards and does a number. And her number is 13, I think, approximately 13 drag queens open up for her and walk the runway in one of her iconic looks. 
And of course, Nisha oh, Lopez. Wow. Okay. Nisha Lopez gets called by Jennifer Lopez to be one of these iconic looks. You should see what I mean. It's incredible. Wow. I mean, she's 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 got her A game. It's going to be incredible to get her in Dixon. I'm excited. Yeah, because it's not something like I said. You, I mean, there's you know there's small town you know smaller you know drag shows that you see, but you're not going to see somebody sounds like this caliber. You know, just anywhere you go, it's something that you know some of these people like. You're talking people that do shows in like big areas, big time shows, especially if you're talking about with Jennifer Lopez. It's not just like a, oh, that's just somebody. You're talking about somebody that's like yeah. everybody knows who Jennifer Lopez is. Everybody knows I mean, Jennifer Lopez. I mean, everybody knows Jenny from the block. Yeah, right? I yeah mean, right. I mean, I've been listening to her since, God, I think I one of the albums I had. Who had? Late to, early was, 2000s, probably? I, I loved when J-Lo was one of the, uh, not Spice Girls, the, uh, what did they call them? Um, on In Living Color. What were the girls? Uh, the Fly Girls. J-Lo was a fly girl back in the day. Remember Jim Carrey was on? Yep, Jim Carrey yep. was a comedian. I totally forgot she was Remember? And J-Lo, yeah, all that. Was. That's where she started, to, not started as a fly girl, but. It seems like some of those, some of those art, big time artists nowadays, that's kind of, on ridiculous shows, that's how they got started. You know, look at Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. She was on, uh, what was that one show on Nickelodeon? I can't even think of it now, but that's where she started. It was a teen hip hop show. Yeah, yeah, basically. Don't forget yeah. about the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, Mickey Mouse Club. I mean, you got <laughs> Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake. Right. Christina Aguilera. <clears throat> I mean, that is crazy they, where some of these people start from. It's like you look club. at them. It's like, I'm sure back then they weren't thinking, oh, yeah, they're going to be huge. Yeah, they're going to be big like, someday. What? Drake. What, Saved by the Bell? I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, he couldn't even walk. And look at him now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I mean, one of the probably the biggest hip hop artists of the last decade for sure. I mean, gosh, I mean, he's one hit after another. I mean, it's crazy watching. But then you're, you know, like I said, you're you're talking about people that have worked with some of these big time artists. So it's not just like, you know, it's Jennifer Lopez. She's not just like, oh, I'll take anybody kind of thing. So it's like, if you're getting called from somebody big like that, you obviously know your stuff. You're good at whatever you do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this isn't just like. A lottery and you're randomly picked kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I got but. my lucky break. No, <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff broke, doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you you might have some people that get a lucky break kind of thing. I think the whole American Idol thing, you know, kind of you kicked know, that off. I remember I've, watching uh, Kelly Clarkson. I, I know a lot of people don't even remember who she was up against. And I, I don't know why I can still remember the name. Probably what twenty one years later, Justin Guarini. Oh, I remember Thick, the next curly year. hair. Well, sorry, was, I was that was that uh, the next Carrie year Underwood? was. No, the next year was Ruben Stuttered, if I'm not mistaken, and Clay Aiken. That's right. No, Clay. Is it no, Clay Aiken? Clay Aiken, yeah. Those two. But was I Ruben, remember. Ruben win that year? Ruben won. Everyone was pissed that Clay didn't win. <laughs> or it was the other way around, one, mean, they, one or the they, other. They both had their. They were their excellent careers, singers. But I feel like nowadays, I mean, those shows are kind of on the on the downslope because with YouTube and, and Twitch and things like that, people are getting breaks on these shows. You know, you got local Gina Veneer. I was getting ready to say I, I know mean, Gina Veneer. We've got, we've, I mean, what, what's another what's another big time name out of Dixon that you think about? I, I've only been Roby? here five years. Isaiah Roby. Plays oh, the NFL, not the NBA. NFL player, but the NBA player. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I think he just signed a huge multi million dollar contract. Too. I actually just saw him during the Petunia Fest last year. He oh, yeah, he was he was, he was yeah, in the area. In it's crazy to think oh, that cool. somebody big time like that that made a big time is coming back. Oh, of course. And sees everybody. And, you know, I talked to him for a few minutes and he's a normal guy. That's cool. You know, you got this money and it's like, it's not getting to your head. You know, you still remember where you came from and that's awesome, you know, and you see some, you know, you, you see stories like that coming out of these small towns 
and it's not you know it's refreshing when it's like not like oh i'm from chicago i'm from milwaukee i'm from la i'm from tampa bay you know you hear about these small towns and that's why when you get events like this you never know you know this show some six-year-old might go be with his parents you know to go see this show and that could be the future rupaul you know what? You, you crazy. never know that how that these it's, things start. You know, you, you, you people are, does it develop a passion on just seeing something. It could be something as simple as you know, because that's why I always like when you're kids. It's like I want to be a fireman. I want to be a police officer. This kind of stuff. Well, any little event or any little experience can be like, oh, I really I like that. I want to do that. And especially when it's kids, you know, you start out younger, and next thing you know, you become passionate about it and by the time you get into an adult you are one of the best at doing it because oh absolutely your parents let you experience life well not only that but just experience being who you are right so finding I, who you, you are know, i talk be, to my you know, mom or dad and i say i think i might be gay you should bring them to dixon pride fest right if your kids questioning themselves or you're questioning that this is an event that's pro Right. LGBT. I mean, you're going to get the best support ever. Right. You're going to know all the nonprofits in the area that can give you a parent counseling, your child counseling. Um, and you'll be able vendor, to, you know, you, you know, if you're by <clears throat> yourself and you're somebody that, you know, didn't necessarily get accepted by your family, you can find friends. You we can are find family. a new family Absolutely. and people that will support you no matter what. Yeah. And, um, you know, at the same time too, some people are like, well, you need to raise your kids this way or that way. You know what? The way I see it, raise them with good morals. Oh, you know, sure. I'm not, you don't have, you don't have to go to church. You don't have to not go to church, you know, but at the same time too, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I can to be a good person. You know, if I can donate my time to help somebody, if I can, you know, somebody's, you know, I was driving at Walmart four o'clock in the morning for a black Friday sale a few years ago. And some kid was stuck on the side of the road trying to change his tire and he couldn't get it. Cause he had one of those stupid car jacks. Yeah. He was on the gravel or whatever. I swung by, you know, I helped him. It's little things like that that it's like that gives you faith that there's still humanity out oh, there. For sure. like, oh, for yeah. I mean, it, it's sad to say, but people in that community are probably the least judgmental people that you're ever going to find. Yeah. And that's all I care about. Don't, you know, let me live how I choose to live. You live how you choose to live. And, like, I'm a full supporter of everybody like that. I actually, with, you know, DJing and stuff like that, I, I went and it's kind of silly, but I went and got ordained because I had one wedding where the minister was like 15 minutes late. I'm like, it would be kind of nice to have something where I can actually marry somebody if that was to happen kind of thing, you know? And uh, I, I married a few couples throughout the years uh, just because I couldn't find anybody because sometimes some, you know, people that ordain ministers and stuff like that, they're like, well, you have to do it in the church, but they want to do it outside and all that gray area kind of thing. So I've done, I did a few and actually it's probably been four or five years ago. Now I did marry, um, Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it a gay couple? Yes. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> um, I was waiting for that. I'm like, Oh my I, God, he married a gay couple. How yep, cool. Two, uh, two women. And it was on a, it was funny because it was a, I was DJing for a new year's Eve party and they wanted to get married right after midnight. How cool. So I was able to do that and do an experience that most people are never going to be able to do in their lifetime, you know, kind of thing. And I've had other opportunities to DJ weddings like that, but sadly I've always been already booked and I'm like, I would have still been looking forward to that. Cause you know, people in that community, they are more open-minded, especially when it comes to music. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. Like, and I'm like, I can play around with music. I'm not stuck to the same 20 songs ever, you know, you every can, night. You can always escape to your own personal soundtrack. Yeah. You know? I love it. The gays love their music. I must, you know, 
you know. You know, one of the best songs it was by somebody that came out to the bar one time was uh, what is it? Uh, Ava Max, Sweet Sweet But Psycho. God, what? Did that oh, have? yeah. I you probably know the song that I'm talking about. I, I think that's the name yeah. of it now. But I, I heard that. So I, he kept bugging me. He's like, play the song, play the song. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. And I found, and I finally found it. I'm like, it just gotten dropped like a week before that, so super new. And I played. I'm like, holy crap! I like this song. Awesome song. You know. And then I start finding remixes and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god. That's why I'm like, I need to listen way more because some people have like, they find these off the wall songs that nobody's ever heard of, and it's like, I love it. I love hearing these new songs that normally would never be listened to because they're not mainstream. Yeah. And they're not, you know. They're not in that click. It could be somebody as simple as like a YouTube artist kind of thing mm-hmm. where they don't, they never get signed to a record label, but it's like these people have fantastic music. And that's how I find some of that stuff is people that are like, bug me about something. I'm like, fine, I'll look it up kind of thing. And then it fine. And I'm like, oh, I really like them. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that's what, that's what comes back to the whole being open minded. I don't listen to the same people always ask me. It's like, well, as a DJ, what kind of music do you like? Everything. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, I grew up on the whole, you know, in the early, mid-2000s, so punk, rock, grunge. I mean, that's kind of what I grew up on, you know, Blink-182 and, you know, um, Green Day and Yellow Car. All of these different bands that I kind of grew up on. So I'm kind of partial to that usually. I got a vinyl collection. I, You know, that starts, you know, piling up. But I like other artists too. I, You know, some people would say, oh, I hate country. I'm like... You gotta give it a chance, you know. I think there's there's music in every genre that you can find. Because no matter what, if you don't like country, you probably know friends in low places. No matter I, what, I get it. But sometimes, <laughs> I grew up with country. I grew up on Tina Turner, CCR, um, old school, new school, everything, right? But some country just makes me, and I love my dog. Just makes me think of wanting to go out and shoot. Well, Old school country, but, that, you know, but God, but look at but some of the new stuff is hot. Yeah, um, I like it. Uh, what, what's that one? Or, it's um, getting better. Who sings it? Is uh, Broadway Girls? I can't. Even, I think old school. Girl, I know name and it's, songs. It's the, it's the newer. The new it's the newer one. But some of this newer stuff come, you know, coming out because they're they're collabing with uh, like hip hop artists and oh, stuff like that. Carrie it, Underwood. It's yeah, and it's like she's she did one with uh, Ludacris. Yeah, how cool. It's like, because I think there was something, there was in the video, there's something with the Iowa Children's Hospital wave and stuff. There's, so I mean, like some of the ideas that people come up with, and it's like, you wouldn't even think some of these artists would be good at collabing, but then you hear it and it's like, holy crap, this totally works kind of thing. Well, wasn't it like, um, it was uh, Run DMC and Aerosmith Aerosmith back in the day. Yeah, walk, walk this, this way. way. Yep. yep. I, got, I, I, I was I like, exactly. oh my god! I remember where I was. Have you seen I the was. video for it? The video yes. is. Considering I re- how old that video is, yes. it's like that's awesome. <clears throat> that is my first MTV memory. I was at my uncle Charlie's house, and they lived off like first or second in my hometown, whatever. And uh, I remember sitting in front of this little TV, and it was MTV, and we didn't have it at our house. We lived in the country. He was in the city, and it was Run DMC and Aerosmith. Walk this way, and I just thought, oh my god, I've never. I, what is this like? Ah. <laughs> And, it, and it, thing it, ever. it appeals your classic rock crowd and your hip hop yeah. crowd because it's yeah. got both feels all in one. It's like I've used those to kick off a party before. Yeah. I've used that song. Absolutely. It's like unreal. It's like this is a great song. Like when you mash these two genres up, it works. Yeah. And some people like that's where it comes in. It's like you, you try try new stuff. Try yeah. it. You don't know. You know. It's like when you know when you're a kid, your parents are like try your broccoli kind of thing, you know, your vegetables and stuff like that. You never know if you're going to like something until you actually try it. 
You never know. That might be your new favorite thing kind of thing. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but at the same time too, you know, you got to experience life. Don't do the same thing over and over again and, and, you know, live. Expect the same result. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what my grandfather used to always say. Don't do the same, same thing, expecting a different result, you know, over and over. And that's why I, you know, met a guy and the result was different. (laughs) Honestly, you know, I grew up in a small town, very similar to Dixon, actually the exact same population. School colors, the same, which is kind of ironic. But, you know, when you're young and you know you're gay and you're in a small town, you just play the straight card and make it work and date a girl and, you know, go to homecoming and do all this. But, you know, I have the, I have a heart for the small town feel. So I yeah. think Dixon's ready for it, though. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I love small towns, too. I'm actually, well, I'm originally from a bigger city. I'm originally from Canada. So up there, a oh. town called Calgary. In Alberta there, they hosted the 88 Olympics, and yep. they host the uh, yearly rodeo in July. It's actually world's largest rodeo. Wow. There's people that come from all over the world. I'm talking chuck wagon races, everything you can imagine. It's, I mean, anybody that wants to experience something like that and pretend to be con- you know, a cowboy or cowgirl or whatever for a week or two... It's a great experience to go to. Hmm. I mean, I know it's gotten super expensive. But you want to go? It's a, it's a great experience <laughs> some, to be able to see I some. some cute boots. You got cute boots? <laughs> I got cute boots. I have a couple pairs of cowboy boots. I could, I guess it, I could pack them. It's a blast, and they always get some big names. I mean, they've had like Luke, Brian, Carrie oh, Underwood, sure. and other ones. Yep. I mean, it's it, it's just a different experience. And when you go up there, I mean, it, it's so – it's the diversity is unreal. Really? It be so Canada – yeah, just Canada. in general. I, I see that a little bit in the media, but yep. you never know. Obviously, so you grew up in Canada. East and West is kind of... The West is obviously more open, I, I would feel. No, Eastern, because you got Eastern, you got more bigger cities like yeah. Toronto and Montreal yeah. and you know Winnipeg and places That's like true. that. Um, I mean, you're above the There Northeast. is bigger... I mean, when you go into smaller towns, it's a little different now. But, you know, you get into areas like that, there is just... It's just completely different i always tell people it's like you want to it's not like you're going to europe or something like that because not everybody can necessarily afford to do that or you know if they got a family it's harder to do that pretty much anybody could just take a trip take a week take a drive across canada you know take a take a trip go up north through the windsor tunnel go through toronto and winnipeg go across you know i mean obviously you're gonna have long stretches where there's like nothing but open like plains plains and hundreds and hundreds of miles right you know, and then you get towards the western part. You get into you know Calgary, and then of course you go up into BC. You can get into you know uh, Vic, uh, Victoria and um, Vancouver. Obviously, more people know for Vancouver yeah. and stuff like that. But there is just so much to see along the way, hmm. and especially when you get up into Can- uh, Canada, there's a place called uh, Banff National Park, and being able to go up there and it's just the scenery, the wildlife, everything. It's just it's beautiful to go up there and just just have a retreat and just be able to go up there and just relax and listen to nature and just escape from big city and everything like that. And I mean, of course, everything's so much cleaner up there. You can go up uh, where I was born over there. Well, it's quite a bit South Vancouver and BC, but they've got, uh, they got lakes that you can literally see straight through to the bottom. Oh, cool. I mean, you're not going to, we're going to go to the rock river. I mean, you can't even well, see an engine. You no, know, no, take it easy. Take it. It easy. is a river, so it's a lot different you than know. a lake. But I, I get it. But you know, it's it's just a, it's just completely different. I mean, if, what if about, you're somebody that likes food, I mean, the culture up there is just completely different. If you want, you know, Chinese food, Japanese, Korean, you know, 
anything Polish. There, you go down for miles and just see different restaurants and try just about anything you can imagine. Going even the stores, like go in there, you're in a different country basically shopping yeah. it. You for stuff that you could even imagine, kind of thing. Obviously, you get the same kind of thing if you go to like bigger cities like Chicago. Oh, but for sure. It's yeah. still it, it's a big city, but not quite as big as like. Chicago kind of thing, yeah. you know, because it's still a lot more spread out, but there's so much stuff to do up there. But I think you were getting ready to say something. I kind of kept going with my train. Oh, no, that. no, no, you're all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all is good. I was just, I was looking at the sponsors on that screen and just double checking in my head the mental count. Like, is everyone going to be listed today? Like, did I forget anybody? Yeah. Or? I mean, I got, a, got all the ones off your page. I was there somewhere around like 30 or something. Oh, like, my God. Unreal. And like a lot, of them, a lot of them I know and some of them I might not be as familiar with. Um, oh, please ask if you do. That's, I, that's well, Nichols Greenhouse, a family. Uh, actually, it's my cousin-in-law, Lori, that owns that place. She's pretty cool. So, uh yeah, we our sponsorship in Dixon is just like through the roof. Am it's I right, amazing. Val? Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Like, it, and it just, can, and it's only going to get better as yeah. you know oh my people God. see what yeah. you know what what kind of stuff's out there. I mean, well, you look at the Petunia Fest; they didn't start getting sponsors like they do now. But I mean, it's just a huge show. I mean, is actually, it on- I it was funny because we as an organization wanted to be a sponsor of Petunia Fest. They're only right. two weeks after us. Right. It's small town Dixon. There's not at a festival every weekend like you might see in a bigger city. Right. By all means, we have met, she knows the Petunia Fest directors and we know, everybody knows everybody. So we were, they have like 55 sponsors on their page, which is incredible yeah. for the size of Dixon. So when we first started, I mean, you look at that, I'm not, I mean, you kind of look and feel like, oh, look at their sponsors. Maybe we could reach out to every single one of their sponsors because they give money. Maybe they'd. It's it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, well, it's one thing with small towns and communities. Like you'd be surprised at how much these small businesses will, do. you know, it even if it's only like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, whatever. Thank you. Know, you. They're they're trying. They, you know, it's like okay, well, we may not have like tons of just disposable income here, but we want to support you. And even if it's something like financially, maybe they can't support you. If it's like a restaurant or something, it's like. We want to supply lunch for all your volunteers yeah, kind of barter. Thing and stuff like that. <laughs> there's there's places that'll do that kind of stuff, and I'm glad to see that you guys got a ton of sponsors. I mean, I was talking a little bit about um, uh, Brother Daryl's uh, with uh, Tony and Chris out there. I mean, I see they're one they're one of the sponsors. I know they're super oh, into the community. He's and totally stuff like that. He was one of the first ones to come through, and, and I, uh, I can definitely see that. Oh yeah. my god, I was like, oh my goodness who's brother daryl's like let's check it out i facebook stock all the sponsors if i if i'm not familiar because i want to know i want i want to see him at the festival and walk up and shake his hand and say right. hey thank you for the sponsorship much yep. appreciated yep but right. um talking about chris or tony or chris is who i talked yep. to. yep yep I, i've known chris for a while there too i mean it was a long time ago like uh there's bar bullseye you value probably remember bullseye and sterling don't you they had that patio outside across from county market i was not here oh okay it was a while ago. It's a factory now, though, yeah. over there by County Market. But uh, I remember one Halloween, he, I can't remember. Do you, okay, you have to know this movie. This was like one of my all time favorite Robin Williams movies, and I think it's super underrated is uh, Birdhouse. Oh, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you underrated? Yeah. That's an understatement. I don't hear enough people talk. I know it's um, an older movie, but I'm like, what's... God, his performance in that movie. What was the other actor's name? I'm trying to think. His we were talking the movie. I can't last even... night, we were at Val's, and um, it was. That was Mrs. Doubtfire. Never mind. Sorry. You know, his uh, gay brother and Mrs. Doubtfire, that talk like this. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. 
Remember, I was doing the voice last yes. night at the bar. Yes, 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 yes. And I was like, when I come into the David, podcast tomorrow, David. I'm going to be like, hi, Chris, my name's Drew. I'm from Dixon. We're here for Pride Fest. And joking. Remember, I said I would do the podcast with that voice. Um, but, oh, God, his husband in the birdcage was hilarious. Remember the Greek naked guys on the plate when they're having dinner with the family and i'll be honest it's oh. been a, it's been several years since i see you need to watch i need that. to watch that movie again because i remember watching that's what is that late 80s early 90s oh, early, say 90s, early 90s early yeah. 90s yeah. yeah um that was definitely around rob williams like heyday with where he had his range was just he was incredible real, like one of the best actors of our oh, time for sure. i mean gone too early uh, yeah 100 yes. yeah. yeah i mean I, I don't know if there's a movie of his that I hadn't seen. I mean, even getting to some of the lesser known ones, maybe like Patch Adams and stuff like that. But his, I don't know. Of course, a lot of people think of like Ms. Doubtfire. I think that was probably one of his more popular movies. It's still kind of like relevant today because I still see a lot of people talk about it. And I'm sure it's probably on Netflix and some other streaming services like that. And that, I mean, that's another one that shows his unbelievable range that he's able to do and oh, have sure. that comedic you know, entertainer kind of thing going for him there. But yeah, that, that, that movie just made me think of that. Like, cause he, he dresses one of the characters think from that kind of thing. The whole, um, village people, YMCA kind of yes. thing. Kind of, the, yeah. the exit out of the bird cage, yep. um, bar or something that night, they all had to like dress up and drag to get out and blah, blah, blah. And... I'm going to show my age, but our Morgan Mindy is my, Oh, very first okay. I gotcha. Yeah, I know, I, I know I, Mork and Mindy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know. I don't know if I ever. I mean, I know of them. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. It wasn't it's like live television thing. when I was growing up, but whatever. It's all the reruns. Know. Now you yeah. find one of those. I think I have it on DVD. You mean VHS? <laughs> Val, Val, Val. Beta, I love you, though. Beta Max. No. But, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, guys, for coming on. And this was definitely uh, very entertaining i enjoyed the conversation it's always it's always fun to talk about new stuff and like i said i want to focus i want to focus on small town communities and local business and events and stuff like that and help get exposure and i mean hopefully i can get big enough where i can outreach a lot more people than you know just kind of like a smaller one and i'm not trying to get anything out of this i enjoy doing i enjoy talking i guess i could say after cool. djing for like 12 years and being an mc you know, can't get get to a radio station and work, you know, because you got all that school stuff and degrees. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I got a face for radio and I'm okay with it. And yeah. I can talk about literally everything. I can. That's why I guess one thing I get from my mom's side, I come from an Italian family, say like, you got to talk. You want to get a word in it, word in edgewise, you got to keep talking. And uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I it's been. Uh, been a fun morning i don't want to keep you guys here too long i know especially with all the event and everything coming up you know crunch time the last little bit and you know i'm sure you never know stuff could come up and i don't know are you, are you still taking sponsors or are you guys we'll take sponsors up until the day of uh we do our best with our marketing to get them on our you know business flyers that are 11 by 17 and of course your facebook a, page and stuff like facebook, that yep that um for small communities that facebook it's just hot People want to see their logo. Yep. And it's a good reminder for others that, you know, maybe haven't completed the sponsorship and sent it in. Yeah. Um, we've got some A-frames that'll be displayed throughout the festivals, uh, out throughout the festival and some banners, you know, at the entries and whatnot. We'll get those made 
closer to the you know the june 18th date so, so we can you know if there's any new ones yeah we actually unfortunately didn't want to print our business flyers is what we've called them that will you know go on foot downtown dixon sterling mm-hmm. rock falls hand them out have people put them up in their businesses but the sponsors i mean every other day we at least get a sponsor coming in and we were kind of waiting for it to slow down but it has not yeah, and so I'm sure we, as it gets closer, you yeah. probably start having more pour in. Oh, and for sure. This might help you guys too. Oh, for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, because I mean, I think there's a lot of people that would love to help in any ways that they can. And like I said, even if it's fifty, hundred, and even if it's you know funds that don't get used up now, it'll definitely help gearing up towards next year, be able to do bigger and better things. And that's kind of what you got to look forward to. And this is obviously your first time doing something is more of a learning experience. You know, there's going to be bumps along the way, but you learn from them, you move on, it'll still be a great show, and you'll be able to plan even more for next year. And you might have some people that, oh, I think if you guys do this too, this would be awesome if you do something like that. And I'm sure, you know, it can grow and grow and grow. And, you know, it's even getting into big cities, you know, those festivals that have been running for 20, 30, 40, oh. 50 years, they, they didn't start out where they're at no. now. I mean, they started out small, one In person. Neighborhood. Two people talking in a bar about something that'd yep. be kind of cool to do, that kind of thing. You Let's know? have a potluck in the park, <laughs> and then it's like Chicago Pride. You know what I mean? Well, there, and there we're go. talking potluck. We're gonna have to talk about you, what, what's some of the food vendors you guys coming out. I know I've seen some of them on on Facebook because I know I think you guys were kind of at your maximum for vendors or pretty we, darn well, close to it. You know, here's the deal: we're busting out of the seams. So the city of uh, Dixon gave us the adjacent parking lot across from her. Okay, we had, we had half of that. But I went back and said, hey, is there any way we can have the whole parking lot? We are like, <laughs> so we counted last night. Uh, we have five food vendors. We have Butts Cotton Candy. We have Cajona Ice. We have Don Monaco's out of the Quad Cities. Uh, he's more of a standard fare concessions type food. There's nothing say, wrong with oh, that. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> uh, Samino's, we're getting them on board. Uh, yeah, um, I just, yep, just dropped uh, information off yeah, to them today. They're so definitely interested. Sal Bellies is interested. We'll oh, get them God. over. You can never um, wrong with Sal yep, Bellies. Yep, we're hoping to finalize Samino's and Sal Bellies up. And then Oliver's is going to be there. Um, I assume it's a mystery with Oliver's because we love everything about their food. Have you ever been to Oliver's? Uh, the market so, there in oh, yeah, Dixon. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So we're just excited. I prefer small, small markets, small oh, grocery yeah. stores if I can help it. That's why I like, you know, even though yeah. I, I avoid going to the big chain stores as much gotcha. as I can. I'm like, you got yeah. better quality stuff there, better service. I yeah. don't have to worry that the shelves are going to be empty or absolutely whatever else. Yep. And so we so much fun there, but. with our food vendors, um, we're totally ecstatic. Um, and then with our regular vendors, merchant vendors, we actually. Um, mapped out last night 33 spaces and we have like 35 vendors so it's like what do you do we're gonna make it work um but we have so many merchant vendors that have just a craft oh my god such a variety i was like completely blown away sometimes when you go in a city and do a festival you might get a bunch of like nonprofits coming in right they're the vendors or do we get a bunch of craft and merchant vendors or you know and what i've noticed around here is i i could be mistaken but i've been told by several um, some of the markets only allow like certain type of vendors to be at the, like the farmer's market. They got to be like right. a farmer, right. which I get it. It's a farmer's market, right. but some of them are struggling to find venues to be a vendor at. Right. So we snatched, we, I mean, we think everything is great. You know, we've got churches, nonprofits, we've got, uh, craft vendors, um, art vendors. We have a artist come in mural soup from the quad cities. She and another girl are artists. They do body painting. So it's, you know, brush face arms, everything. It's really cool. So yeah. anything and everything will be there. 
Oh, that's awesome. So a little bit yeah. of something for everybody. So it's not just the entertainment. I mean, you got tons of vendors you're going to be able to pick from. Definitely going to be able to eat down there. So it's oh, not like sure. you, gotta, you don't got to worry. It's like, well, 4 to 11, I'm going to have to eat something at some point. You're going to have you're going to have some options. And being the fact that we're in mid, we're going to be in mid-June, hopefully it's not like snowing or anything like no. that with Illinois. But you June. can pretty much expect like 90s pretty oh, solid. It's, so it's, That's why June and September are totally the festival months. Yeah. So yeah, because typically you're, it's I mean, it, it's, especially in Illinois, last several years, it's like, it's just hot. It's just hot. Yeah. So I'm drinking plenty of water. And I mean, you said you had Kona ice down there too. And that's oh. a perfect way to cool off with yeah. some shaved well, ice there, you know, so, but yeah. So, I mean, once again, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be downtown Dixon, June 18th gates open at 4 PM, $5 for adults at the door, $3 for I guess it'd be 11 and under. Well, we did 12 and under. 12 or is and that under. 11 and under? I hope those kids have IDs because it's going to be a hard call. <laughs> you know just I mean? be honest, like, ladies and gentlemen. Like, just remember, everything's just going to help uh, plan for the future future events here. Absolutely. So, and, of course, I'm sure you guys are going to take donations, too, because some people might be like, oh, I don't have any change. Just take 20 for whatever. Absolutely. And, I mean, anything you guys want to donate, and especially, you know, if you own a company, a business, and you guys want to be sponsor. a sponsor this is a great way for outreach and you know you never know i mean i've done things like this as a sponsor and you would be absolutely surprised at the kind of return you can get from this you know you could be somebody that makes t-shirts or something like that next thing you know somebody sees it, it's like oh i want 500 t-shirts i, I yep. saw you sponsor this i i i, it, I was thinking yep. about this you and it's going to more than pay for itself. The amount of exposure that you're going to get, because this is not going to be an event that 30 people show up for. No. I mean, I am. <laughs> How many am, do you think? How many do you think? I mean, to be honest, we're, we're maxed out on space, the full block. We don't want to tell a vendor no, but we got to tell people no, because we don't have any more room left. Right. We are completely maxed out. Right. Um, our Facebook page has hit about five, 600 people in like, a month or two. Yep. Um, we are going to start advertising on Facebook and we have some newspaper ads that are going to go out. The radios know, and you know, there's notifications on Dixon chamber, main street, their website, it's on the calendar, but how many people do you think we're going to guess? I'm curious. Honestly, I would not be surprised if it's upwards of the numbers. The Petunia Fest is on the busiest day. Oh shoot. <laughs> Stamps. Like, honestly, like, you may not be able to get everybody in there. Oh. I know that sounds crazy, and you think that that's not even what we're thinking, but the amount of people I've been hearing talking about this, just word of mouth, you'd be surprised at. Like, I, I'm, I'm hearing people talking about it. They're excited. They're, like, taking the day off from work oh. to go to it. <laughs> like, and there's probably people that try to get the day off, and they couldn't, so they're going to be calling Because off. their other friends took the day off. <laughs> right. Like, call off. It's okay. So um, I was thinking like 700 people. I'm going to say double. Oh, oh my God. God. Mel, At least totally off. I'm going to say about double. Pre- I'm going to say about double the amount of people that go through. Some people may not be able to stay the entire time. True. But, True. True. And I guess and you'll, we, you'll we, have a better idea at the West end Sun of it. Fest. How many people is going to go? Yeah, We saw that with West End Fest too. So we, we had... Of a huge amount of people that came, but not everybody was there at the same exact time. Right. So, Good point. Yeah. It's going to be kind of hard to tell because, I mean, yeah. you think about it this yeah. way. I mean, just with, you know, volunteers and immediate, you know, people that are with you, you know. Well, we're fully staffed. I mean. You're probably at 100 right there. 
Yeah, I mean, we're good on volunteers. Everything's mapped except for, and I'll shout this out, our cleanup is Saturday night from 11 p.m. until 1 a.m. We've got, we have... Yeah, now people get it done at midnight. Now we'll get it done at midnight. That's the only thing, really. (laughs) If you want to volunteer and you're there, the only thing I do ask is that you have sobriety in your last name. So... If you're having a good time and under the influence, we do not want you to volunteer and help tear down. But if you are sober right. and not a liability, we would appreciate that. Or the if help. you just had like one or two beers just hanging <clears throat> out it. kind of thing. Yes. I mean, it's going to be hot, so you're going to be sweating yeah. that out pretty quick yeah. anyways. Um, I'm assuming they're probably going to be like porta johns or whatever oh, yeah, outside. Yeah. So, yeah, because yep. you get that amount of people. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I just got a feeling. many people? I just got a feeling it's going to be a lot. Okay. It's going to be a lot. And... I think you guys are going to be surprised, pleasantly surprised. I mean, maybe I'm way off. Maybe you guys are closer on your number, but I just got this feeling. What do you think? That though? it's going to be good. I think it's going to be huge. Okay. Wow. What do you think? I, I really, I really do think it's going to be. Because I, I, think I was it's going never to be a really big event. Yeah. And like I said, you think for first time events, but like I said, this is small town. People don't experience this kind of stuff. I mean, people have been waiting for this. Exactly. Yeah. People have wanted something like this. Like I could probably list you 30 or 40 people that I am friends with, even just on Facebook that I, I might know, but I don't know. No, that I always see them going to this kind of stuff in Chicago, Milwaukee and going flying places and going to place, things like this. Yeah. The fact that they don't have to do that and they can, they can get an experience and be with, you know, meet new people that have the same mindset, well, I guess, is that. Not only that, but it, with everything right now going on, five bucks is cheap. And you never know. You might meet your next spouse. I hate saying next. That sounds really bad, doesn't it? We're, you, we're, might meet, you might meet your spouse there. Yeah. my No, I already have a spouse. I'm good. Um, Jerry, you did not hear that. Um, no, I think that it's cheap. It's five bucks. Yeah. You're, you you're not going to get like... What are you going to get on a Saturday right. in the summer that's better than a, like I said, a Pride Fest? You're talking a family of four. You got two kids. You're talking 16 bucks there. Let's say you get them food, some shaved ice. You're probably going to be easily under 40 bucks. Like you, yeah, you can't, you can't even see a movie. <laughs> no, well, you can see the movie, but the popcorn's going to be about $40. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be just an experience, and you might have to wait another year to see it. So this is going to be a great opportunity. Yeah. You're talking mid-June. I perfect mean, weather. It's going to be perfect weather. It's before you hit July when it's, you know, where it's extremely hot and humid. I mean, it's probably still going to be hot, but you know what? I think it's still going to be a great time. There's going to be, I mean, there's going to be plenty of vendors we'll selling water and pop and everything else. Yeah, we've else. got um, one of our uh, vendors is actually bringing bottled water and Skittles for everybody. That's um, That's an interesting... Isn't that Interesting good? combination. I bet we'll have a bunch of little kids running around putting the Skittles in the bottle of water. Oh, yeah. Shaking it up. <laughs> Probably. You know? Mommy, mommy's like, we do that with the girlfriends by the pool with vodka. You know? <laughs> oh, start them young, girl. It's a, um, it's a candy drink. Yeah. But, no, I don't know. It's just kind of, you know. And with the Quad Cities, um, I've been doing festivals over there. We have Quad Cities Pride Fest, Quad Cities Fall Pride. Um, our Pride Fest is actually next weekend. So that is, you know, three to 4,000 people that are, hey, everybody, come to Dixon on June 18th, yep. you know? And I bet you there's going to be people there oh, from oh. the area, well, from Dixon. Yeah. You'd yeah. be surprised. Oh, I mean, th- there's Quad a lot of cities, them coming. I mean, I know a lot of people that go to Quad Cities, whether it be Rock Island, Davenport, oh, for sure. whatever, because there's obviously a lot more things to do out that direction. But that's why it's even more of a push, because people that don't really care to go traveling out too much, 
this gives them an opportunity to come out. You know, I, I agree. Um, I went to, um, it wasn't, it wasn't Chicago pride. It was market days, excuse me. And I went back probably, I don't know, 10 years ago, uh, a carload of people. We get in Chicago. It's like 20 bucks, 30 bucks a person to pay in the slot for the day. Cause it was like 200 bucks to park your car in the slot. And it'd be like four blocks from market days. There was so many people and we went to go see Linda Carter, wonder woman, right? had no clue any of her songs we're just she's a gay icon wonder woman and it sucked because she couldn't use any of the uh marketing any of the advertisement i mean there were tons of wonder woman signs in the crowd but she couldn't even you know cross the arms like you know right um none of us knew any of her songs we just it was wonder woman it, you know whatever way too many people had to wait in line probably an hour to get a beer 30 minutes to go to the bathroom we lost each other because it was like so long to wait for this or that it was, it just wasn't the best experience for me. Right. I'm glad I did it, but I like the Quad Cities festivals or something like Dixon Pride. I can park, be in the venue, pay my price, grab a drink and get a hot dog all within 20 minutes. Right. And then I text my friends, hey, where are you guys at? If and I you don't, don't have to walk three it, blocks or it, whatever to find them. Kind if of. If I don't walk by them and say, hey, I'm going to get a hot dog, I'll be right back. Yeah. You know? And that's if you get service on your cell phone with the amount of people that you would know? be there. Yeah. And so if you've never went to the big city and done it, at least start somewhere. Yeah. Like I said, that's exactly what it's I said cheap. earlier, you know, get your, get your feet wet and kind you know? of experience something without having to go somewhere and spend 20, 30, 40 bucks just to get in kind of thing. And it gives you, gives something different to do, you know? Yeah. Cause like I said, in small towns, there usually isn't a ton we'll say to do. And especially since this is open to all ages, I mean, this is a yeah, perfect, very, very perfect frame, thing that you, you know, you know, a whole family can kind of do. And, even if it's just something where you got some, you know, friends and it's like, well, you know, let's go do this. Because yeah. it's not like something that it's like, you know, you got to get advanced tickets in order to get, well, get in kind of thing. And so you just it pay your five bucks at the door, get in, have, you know, enjoy the shows, the live entertainment. You got vendors to pick from. I mean, there's going to be a ton yeah. of stuff to do. I mean, for me, you know, like in the Quad Cities, we see it a lot. The reason we are family friendly all ages is because if I am 17 years old, and I want to go to a drag show. Where do I go to a drag show at? Right. No, because a lot of them are in bars. They're in bars. Areas where you have to be over 21. And and it's, again. it's not a drinking setting that needs to have a drag show or a drag yeah. show that needs to have a drinking setting. Right. So that's not really the point. It's just typically that's, it's, especially in smaller areas, that that's typically yeah. the only option. Yeah, the only option. Shows. Yeah. You know, so I, we need a place for our younger LGBT youth and its allies to be represented. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's a lot, exactly there is be. a lot more out there because there is more acceptance in just the general public. And, you know, that's, Absolutely. I think that's all it takes. So, I mean, I mean, kids are now out of, out of school. I think Dixon's done now, aren't they? I know. Or Finals this, this week. Okay. This week. Yeah, so, this yeah, week. I mean, everybody's going to be out of school. You guys get more exposure. You can, <coughs> excuse me, you're going to be able to. More people will be able to find out about it. Obviously, social media is such a big tool when it comes to any of this stuff. And obviously, it just kind of just growing a little bit. Um, obviously, like stuff like the radio, I don't know necessarily the paper too much if that's a whole lot of exposure anymore. Because, I mean, how many people honestly read the paper? Hardly anymore. It's all about social media kind of stuff. But, you know, radio and stuff like that, there's a lot of people, especially when you're talking River Country 1017 with Sam Ramirez. That's like you get in this area, like pretty much everybody knows the voice because he's one of the most well-known people and yeah. you know they do stuff like this and yeah it'd be it'd be good uh good entertainment and yeah it's once 
once in a lifetime kind of thing to be able to see like something like this in a small town because like i said you could go to a, you know 100 small towns and talk to people and they probably have never experienced anything like this in a small town you know and i'm talking like when some people say small town they're some people might consider even like rockford with 150,000 population a small town quote unquote but until you get to areas like dixon at what 18,000 ish people 16 something like that you know they're even just here here in Homeworks, you're talking 3,500 people, something like that. You get in these small towns, and it's just, it's just completely different because they don't get to experience this kind of stuff. Oh. Some people don't. They're like, I don't want to deal with huge cities. I yeah. refuse. Like, I love going to like hockey games and stuff like that. And obviously, you have to go to like big cities like Chicago and stuff. But it is nightmare parking, and then having a freaking. Even if you park, you got to walk three blocks or whatever, unless you want to pay like God knows how much for parking to get closer to the venue, kind of thing. right. And at least, you know, you're able to experience this kind of stuff. And like we were talking about Mumford and Sons, it was something different. Like, they easily probably could have sold out How many people arenas. came to that? It was a lot. I don't know how many tickets it, it they sold, a, but it was, it was a, a lot. Great, it was a great weekend. It's yeah. About a I, like I said, I avoided Dixon. I mean, I had to work that weekend anyways, but I'm, I mean, like, I'm not even just... going through Dixon because... <clears throat> it, it wasn't bad. It was <clears throat> not bad at all. It was... It, it was surprisingly not. Well, congested. I mean, they're all at the venue. They were, right. Yeah, they were at right. the venue or at the or they were at their um, campsite. Right now, that was, was it a music festival or did Mumford and Sons? It, was it just them or there was oh, no, no. Some, there was yeah, opening? There, there were several bands. Yeah. Cool, because yeah, it started like the afternoon or something, okay. didn't it? And then it ran through until they until they headlined. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was yeah, it was yeah, crazy because I remember when they when they announced because I think they started where they were like, oh, we're gonna play. It was like maybe four or five shows, but they wanted small towns, and somehow, like we were talking earlier, like Dixon, Dixon was out on of, the radar no, out of anywhere. Dixon ended up on the list, like cool. something like that. I mean, some. I mean, Josh, Josh, from what I understand, he he found that they were looking for stopovers, so he actually proactively wrote that essay and got us on the map yeah yeah and it's 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 crazy how some of that stuff works and you never know you know this event could turn into something like that where you get some big name that's like i want to come check oh i want to come check this small let let me tell you right now um i don't do one and done right there is no wait till next year just wait you think this year is going to be something? Yeah. Wait till 2023. Yeah, when you got more Just planning wait. and there's more it's, people yeah, that exactly. are super stoked about the, it. The amount of people we have that are on our core team is, I mean, we got, this is crazy. Just a little bit ago, I posted on our Facebook page, Dixon Pride, our media flyers. There's two of them. They were designed by a Dixon High School senior. And they are incredible. Yeah. She does our logos she does i mean what she does everything she's i mean we're a little older so qr code kind of new you know everyone around the room was like what's a qr code <laughs> she's got qr codes a backdrop the schedule on it i mean this stuff will start rolling out as we hit three weeks and counting because right. that's how you do this on a timeline right um, we'll post a facebook event here this week before the it's just everything's on a timeline this 17 year old just rocks yeah. You know, her name's Alexis, no last name. Um, she's going to be a marketing student, going to college locally. I mean, we were blessed with her. And then sitting next to her is Gabby, who is incredible. I mean, a savior going to get her master's in accounting. Do I need to say anything else? Like, are you kidding me? And it just goes on and on. I mean, our vendor manager, coordinator, Sam, uh, sold out vendors. She's got lists for next year already. 
Um, our sponsorship is through the roof. I mean, we are almost doubling what we expected initially to get for sponsorship. Yeah. So when we put a budget together and expect this much and it's doubled, you don't spend that. You nest egg that for next year. For next year, exactly. And that's and exactly what just, you got to do. We, very, very thankful. So yeah. everybody. Yeah. Well, once again, thank you to all the sponsors. Been scrolling on the side of the screen there. Um, and yeah, I mean, the rest of them, you, you guys are going to be updating whenever you get new sponsors in. It's going to get updated on your Facebook page. It's going to be scattered between the uh between outside there for the event you're gonna be able to see all the sponsors and you never know i'm sure some of the sponsors are probably gonna be coming checking everything out and you oh, never know sure. you might be able to talk with some of them especially like vendors and stuff like that and it's a great way to learn more about the community because a lot of these vendors and sponsors they're local people this is not somebody that you're never going to see in this area these are people that you can go in and say hi to you know like brother daryl's go and get a brother's bowl and you know get some other stuff and it it's great that we can see this kind of stuff in local communities. And I love it because like I said, I'm one of those people that am, I'm just not a huge fan of going to big cities. I am not a huge fan of dealing with the huge crowds in big cities. Like it's one thing, you know, I think what Petunia Fest, the one year they had uh Parmalee, whatever that, that one they were look they, they were known for Carolina. looks like Carolina or whatever. I guess they booked her. They booked them that band like right before that song went like number one in the U S so I guess they got them like super cheap. That they're you well, you know how they set up in the Petunia Fest where it's like closed off from Peoria to uh Galena there and then up into the parking lot around the bars. There was shoulder to shoulder people through the whole thing. It was unreal how many people were down there for that. I mean, they've had other bands, spin doctors, that's a little bit older, but you know, it's kind of cool seeing something like that, you know, you used to listen to as a kid and but you know, this is something new and it's a it's going to be a great experience i think for just about anybody especially if you've never experienced anything like this like you 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 can't you you're not going to find something like this going to a small town i mean you can find no. it all the time going to big cities but like i said it's a great way to be able to take the family out and do something different try something Absolutely. new and never know you might find something that you're super into and next thing you know you're doing this kind of you're finding tra tracking down looking this go to stuff like this right. kind of thing. Just come and chum and show your support. That's all. Thank you. Yep. But Andrew, Val, thanks for coming on. Uh, it's been a, been a fun morning. Uh, went a little bit longer than I thought we were going to. I think we kind of started getting off topic a little bit, but basically on the same kind of, kind of topic as everything else. So, um, once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming up June 18th, mark it on your calendars, follow their Facebook page, uh, Dixon pride. It'll be uh, linked here in the comments of the video and you'll be able to check it out and be up to date with all the extra information any other sponsors of course they are still accepting sponsors so if you're wanting to help them out especially this will help out uh going into next year's planning too and they'll be able to do bigger and better things coming up in the future here and it only happens with local town community support and that's really what matters here is everybody helping each other to you know outreach to the people that maybe don't get as much of uh, much of that exposure as they probably should. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's been the idle chatter podcast. Thank you, Val, Andrew, for coming on. I uh, never know, you know, maybe going in next year, we can do this again, leading up to it. And I bet you we'll have a lot more to talk about going into next time. So I'm sure we will, <laughs> but it's been a good time. You guys, and everybody that stuck around, anybody watching future-wise, uh, the audio will be available. 
after the show on Apple Podcast and Spotify, as well as the video rerun right here on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you.